Welcome back to the Weed of Time podcast, where we watch the seals eat big meals and smoke pot with excessive zeal. I'm the shame of Tarvalon, and I am here with my co-host Dang and No Smoke, and we are here to talk to you about some random bullshit that's probably mostly related to the Wheel of Time. And and you can't see this, listeners, but when Shame <laughs> introduced herself, she pounded on her own chest so hard it was it shook the foundations of the house. I took him by the pizza, I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can keep vamping. We can pull this back together. It's okay. Time for Shaitan's lettuce and munchies. Dang, what did we smoke? Okay, we've been smoking um, somewhere between 75% Aurora Blue Dream. Nice. Which is a sativa, um, about 21% right now. And the other, you know, 25% of it was Redican Godbud, which is a hybrid... At 21%. I need to write these things down. We've been smoking Aurora Blue Dream and Redican Godbud, and we've been smoking it for fucking hours. <laughs> we're, we're wrecked, fam. Um, but what do we have for munchies? So we have pizza. Hell yeah. We like that. Uh, it's from Panago. It's delicious. I'd like to interject, Ding. I want you to know yeah. that your wife has pizza. Opening bracket. Panago pizza. End bracket. That's where it's from. <laughs> Beautiful notes. I'm organized of nothing. Oh, I have Indeed. a super secret surprise prompt for her first prompt. Oh, Jesus. Hold okay, on, though. Okay, go. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, hold on. We gotta actually talk about everything we got at the table here. Oh, shit. Mm. Right? Because we got the pizzas. I've also got a fucking mango smoothie, and I am drinking an Amsterdam Pure Pilsner from Amsterdam Brewery in Toronto, which is like... Dank ass beer. Is that where we went for lunch yeah. that one time? Yeah. For dinner or something? With, yeah, like a, a with that friend of ours that from university? Yeah. yeah okay. At that concert that one time? Yeah. Yeah, no. Amsterdam Breweries. Really wicked brewery in Toronto. If you can get there, uh, what? I just think we've gotten very good at talking around the subject. Yeah, I think we <laughs> um, They're a great brewery out of Toronto. If you get the chance, you should try any of their stuff. Um, Still trolling for sponsorships. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Horrible. We have a super secret surprise first prompt. I just want to like... Do you ever just hear the theme song and eat whatever is in your hand as fast as you can? Because <laughs> we're about to record. Does it ever yeah. feel like a race where you're like, oh, the theme song, I have just enough time yeah. to eat this food. And then you start getting more and more into the theme song and... It's not all gone, and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. <laughs> I've timed it out so I can get to, like, the end of what Shame is saying. Mm-hmm. But I'm still sh- shoving pizza in my mouth as she's, hi, everyone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's Trying true. Trying to swallow as hard as I can. I have so little time to eat food. <laughs> it's rough. Okay, super secret surprise. Oh, that wasn't. No, that was it. That was Okay. <laughs> all right, well. <laughs> Delightful. Yeah. Short and sweet. Our first Wheel of Time related prompt. You are a non-channeler who must kill an Oshaman. How do you do it? Can I begin? Because I've thought about this a lot. Yes. (laughs) So here's what I would do. I would avoid him like the plague, (laughs) wait for him to go crazy and die, and then he's dead. 
but you must kill him. That is the act of killing him. I kill him by omission. No. That's bullshit. No, it's against the rules. There were no rules. (laughs) I came up with a perfectly good pacifist loophole. (laughs) That's some bullshit. Here's how it fucking goes, okay? Okay, go for it then. I need y'all to know that I have not thought about this previously beyond the fact that I would use sex to, to so we're just gonna blog. we're gonna make this up as we go along. Well, okay, if we're gonna go with the binary gender bullshit that is the entirety of Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time, mm-hmm. heteronormativity, all that bullshit. I am a woman; he is a man. Mm-hmm. How can I get him vulnerable? Probably while he's jizzing. So like, <laughs> there's my chance, you know. Fair enough. Would you really want to be that close to them, though? That's in, that seems, like, horrifying. Yeah, but if I have to kill them, I assume it's because there's something horrifying if I don't. Mm-hmm. I just mean you can do it from a distance with less risk. Maybe. I hope no one wrote a book like that. That would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... Okay. How about this? You, while you know they are out, you know you've cased or you've you've staked out the place for a while. You uh, you know when they're going to be there and when they're not going to be there. You go to their house. You go into their chamber pot. Okay, but they all live in the Black Tower. How are you getting into the Black Tower complex? I'm rolling really, really well because I did a couple levels in Rogue. <laughs> And I get in there into their chamber pot. He says this to shut me up because I'm a rogue. And I leave some fireworks in there on a very long wick in the hopes that I get my timing really, really, really (laughs) correct. Where are you getting these fireworks? Karian, the, the whatchamacallit's guild. They got destroyed before the Black Tower was started? Nah, they'll be out there in the black market somewhere, I'm sure. No, I think they were, like, taken by the Aiel and shit. Just entirely? Some of them. No, I'm thinking this wrong. Um, But it exploded in, like, book two. And they all kind of went back to the other one. Fair enough, then. I think. I'm sure someone has bought some that they... Oh, and many of them died in the Civil War. I forget that there was just an entire civil war that happened in the background. Mm-hmm. That George R. R. Martin would have just turned into book two. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, no okay. school. Yeah, no school. How, how would you do it? Show I have up. put absolutely no thought into this prompt, despite knowing that I needed to put thought into this prompt. Respect. I'm very tired today. <laughs> Her sleep score was like a 53. If anybody used a Fitbit user, you know that's bad. Because I slept for four hours, maybe. Um. How are you going to kill Nashma? How are you going to do it? <laughs> Let's see what bullshit I can conjure up. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so you know the um, 
the badges that they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the swords and the dragons. Yeah, fuck with them. To um, do what? Make terrain real ones. Mm. That fuck up their... You're a non-channeler. Oh, shit. <laughs> fuck. Take it. Hire a rogue Aegis to die to do that for you. A rogue kinswoman? Yeah. Ah. Elaine Tricand. <laughs> <laughs> That's a read. <laughs> um, yeah, have her make... Terangriel that actually like fuck with their use of the powers so that they're more susceptible to like, hurting themselves than mm. previously. Wait, I know. I feel like getting a channeler to do it for you is just a lo- another bullshit loophole. I, I think I got a good one this time. Dox them to the White Tower. <laughs> it's dark humor. That's for you dark humor fans. Among our listeners. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This, but, okay. Any other ideas, though? Like, You could get a job as a cook and poison their food. True. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have to skitter-scat, like, real fast. Mm-hmm. Poison their food with. Frick. I'm trying to make a Skyrim reference here to when you have to try and kill the Emperor with some poison in his food, but I don't remember what the ingredient is called, so. Can we just call it myrrh? It was a swing and a miss. What call myrrh? Oh, yes! My favorite ingredients in a soup gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. We're a nightmare today, folks. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty high. Uh, yeah, we're like. Oh. Thanks for not placing all the blame on me. I appreciate that, friends, <laughs> for being oh. so stupid. No, God, we're cosmically high. This is fucked. All right, route number two. Yes. Oh, nice. <clears throat> I said I know about the concept of the old blood and about Menethrin. Why did? No one checked there for channelers. And the answer, canonically, is pretty simple. It's because traditionally they wait for girls to come to the White Tower. They don't go looking. Traditionally. Mm. And that's a bullshit answer, so we're going to come up with something else. Mm-hmm. Well, answer number one. And we can also come to why the fuck did they... Why the fuck is that the rule? Yeah, it is a silly rule, isn't mm-hmm. it? I think it kind of has to do a little bit with the, um, how you have to surrender yourself to the one power. You're surrendering. To yeah, but you tower. can do that at home after being screened. That's true. Because honestly, it seems a little bit like, not in terms of our modern world, but in terms of the setting of Randland. Especially because many of these girls are dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it seems classist, realistically. Mm-hmm. like. You have to be a fairly well-educated person or a fairly connected person socially. You have to have the socially. money to get to Tarvalon. And you have to be living in probably a city center where you actually hear about these things, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we see it. The Emmons Fielders, who are just kind of living the life of the fucking peasantry out in the boonies, 
They've got no conception of no, no go the life to the of white the tower. peasantry out in the booties <laughs> episode title. No, but seriously, like, do, do you think Nynaeve was ever like, I should go to the white tower? No. No, because she didn't have a fucking clue because it's classist. Because, like, they're literally culturally keeping mm-hmm. channeling safely away from people. Does that make sense? Yes. And I don't like it. That's fair. That's super valid. Because as Shame said, it's killing people. Mm-hmm. It is. And like, you don't think they ever would have reconsidered their policies when they're like, you know what? We don't really have that many Aes Sedai. Our numbers have been decreasing for a while because they're all kind of worried about that. And they don't just think that, hey, maybe we could go look for people. Maybe we could recruit <laughs> Hey, hey, our numbers are dwindling and everybody hates us. Maybe we should focus on our outreach programming. <laughs> yeah! Like, holy fucking shit. True. It literally was that simple. Dumbasses. The Ice to Die in the White Tower. Not an overly great or intelligent institution most of the time. No. And this is why Egwene Alvier is the best amulacy to ever exist. No, oh, that woman got shit done. Mm. Is He's getting shit done. Yeah, but right now she's captured, so, like, she's oh, getting yeah. shit done, but, like... You haven't seen her in a while. Yeah, it's been a bit. I'm sure she's succeeding at whatever she's doing. Mm-hmm. She's a Gwen Aldier. <laughs> she can do whatever she puts her mind to. Exactly. I'm so excited for when you're done, the entire series, you know, Spo? Because Shame and I have been talking about it, and we want to do, like, deep dive episodes into single characters and their plot arc. Mm-hmm. And I... I'm so friggin' ecstatic to do an episode on Egwene. Yeah. I, I look forward to it, like, at least Such once a-, a week I think about it. <laughs> Absolutely my favorite character, for sure. That's so valid. I understand. Who's your favorite character right now? Right now? Matt. Mm. Mm. And your favorite character is Lan. Just like who, where I'm in the books right now. Mm. I think overall my favorite character is Perrin, but... Um, I'm, I'm going to kind of cheat my way out of saying it's Lan, though. Because mm. <laughs> I'm going to give three answers. Because realistically, I have three favorite characters. I am a filthy fucking nerd. And I've been a Tolkien stan since I could walk. And so when I just see Aragorn in another fantasy series, I've got to be like, that's my boy. That's it. So, like, mm-hmm. Lan just kind of wins because I'm a shithead. Right? Mm-hmm. Reading through, my favorite character to see most of the time was Loyal. Yes. So I really like to push Loyal as a favorite character because mm-hmm. unproblematic fave forever. Mm-hmm. He's just the most blessed, objectively yeah. good, all the time character. Yep. <laughs> The only bad thing you can say about him is he wasn't in the books enough. Honestly, true. <laughs> I did not realize how long it, I had gone without Loyal until Loyal was back. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of just, like, the main characters and my favorite character, like, the person I would reread the series for kind of thing, mm-hmm. it's Egwene. She's just, it's... We'll have to talk about it in the full episode, but, like... I'm weaseling my way out by having three favorite characters, and that's just how I'm going to be today. Fair enough. That's fine. We knew you were a conniving bitch. That's true. They, they... I also do really like Lan a lot, though. 
Lance so badass. He's like, so badass. It's not even fair, really. Mm-hmm. He's got a little bit of the same vibe as Legolas in the Peter Jackson movies. Mm-hmm. Just a little too unrealistic. Yep. Also, I think we see the big difference between... Or for what recruiting did or would have done for the Aes Sedai because the Black Tower more than matched them or almost matched them in such a short period of time because they were recruiting. They were just 100% recruitment. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where you need to get to if you want power and success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the Aes Sedai are kind of like a dying empire, you know? Mm-hmm. Just bleeding it out over a last few centuries. <laughs> I'm very curious about how the White Tower and the Black Tower will eventually amalgamate. Mm-hmm. Since we know that cyclically they will, mm-hmm. since they were one agency in the Age of Legends. So it's interesting to think about the possibilities that it could occur that leads to that amalgamation of the two. D. I don't want to spoil too much, mm. so I'm not going to talk about necessarily the state of the yeah. Aes Sedai as an organization at the end of the series, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to ask to Shame, who has finished mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Multiple times. Do, yeah, do you think at the end of the series, the Aes Sedai's weakness as an organization mm-hmm. is enough to have them kind of collapse into the Dark Tower? Or do no. you think they've... They're gonna kind of come back a bit, and I, I think they they will be the White Tower. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> I agree, and that's kind of why I asked. Yeah, um, but I, just because I was thinking about make sure we weren't overlooking something. Yeah, because there is a potential that if one organization is stronger and one is weaker, mm-hmm. they'll if they've got close enough bonds to begin with, one will just yeah. kind of fold into the other. Yeah, but, but it was a potential if the White Tower is weak enough. But I do mm-hmm. agree that it. I don't believe they are. I think that might not even happen in the fourth age, to be honest. Fair enough. Um, I think we're on to our third prompt, but this feels surprisingly early. Okay, what was the what was the original prompt there? I said I know about the concept of the old blood and about Menethrin. Why didn't no one check there for channelers? Would we like to potentially throw them a bone by discussing the idea that they were too thinly stretched? Probably. Yeah, I'd say that's a factor. Because we didn't know a ton of resources had to go to the borderlands and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I don't think so, though. Really? No. I think they put a lot into diplomacy, especially with Andor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Because Andor was a nation that supported them very publicly, which is useful to them. And I feel like a lot of the time, there was a bigger focus on preserving what they used to have, Mm -hmm. rather than trying to build themselves a future. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even if you just look at, like, what the Ajas are there for, there's a weird amount of them that are just kind of academic. Yeah. And I think that probably becomes a drain on them, meaning they can't do as much outreach Mm -hmm. and that's probably just mismanagement a little bit the biggest aja is the red aja that's true and they're just kind of the cops Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Yeah, I can't believe a Alina was just like, yeah, no, the blue eyes are gone. How can you just do that? How the fuck? Sign an executive order. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of real life allegories we could make right now with like... Antifa is a terrorist organization. Fuck that. Um, defunding the Red Aja to put more towards community outreach services. AKA the Blue Aja. <laughs> the Thin Blue Aja. <laughs> Sorry. Anything else to say on the prompt? <laughs> um. More safely, no. So we move to our third prompt. What time is it, by the way? It has been 22 minutes. Maybe it's just going to be a short episode. We'll see. Rand. Ho. No ho. To clarify, we are asking if Rand is a ho or not. Yes. To which Nospo replies, Why why can't I go first? You had eager eyes at this prompt. No. So put me on the spot. I don't know. Alright. Shane? He's a hoe! <laughs> now! Lay out your case. I will! Ow. Don't hurt yourself, though. My finger hit my thumb really hard. Um. So, Rand is a whore. <laughs> I understand him Sleeping with the lane or Avienda after his brief, you know, cuddling in the corners of the lane because there was that really confusing letter. Mm-hmm. I acknowledge that they were on a break. He he <laughs> thought they were done. That's that's kind of her fault for being dumb. Okay, I'm glad this is what you started with. <laughs> Rand is not at fault here. He was well within his rights to fuck Avienda, even if Avienda didn't think so. <laughs> very much so did not think so like was willing to go to great lengths because she did not think so <laughs> she took umbrage with the idea in fact yeah so anyways not a hoe for sleeping with Avienda mm. of course after that Avienda kind of is like oh I want nothing to do with him and he's like, oh, I'm sad, but, like, was also trying to be there for him. You know what? I'm changing my argument. No ho. <laughs> you know? Oh, shit. Okay, continue, continue. Rand is not a whore. I'm thinking through this. I don't think there's an instance in which case he thought they were done. Why would he assume his relationship with Avienda was continuing when she was so unwilling to be near him and she was so very clear this was a one-time thing. This will mm. never happen again. Of course he thinks they're done. Of course he's within his rights to try to get some comfort from men because he thinks both Elaine and Avienda hate him because of the actions that they have taken. So of course he fucks men. And then before he fucks Elaine, he has permission from all three of them to fuck Elaine. So like... Okay, now. I'm, I, yeah, so I'm, Rand, no ho. Like consensual polyamorous relationship, but Elaine and Avienda are definitely fucking. But listen, listen. Here's my question. Mm. Do you think... That the consent of all three women in this scenario mm-hmm. could potentially have been influenced by his being Tavirin. By his being Tavirin. By how much fucking power he wields. Because literally the world depends on him, right? Mm-hmm. He's literally top boss. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of power. And I think they're probably feeling a little bit pressured by prophecy, if I'm not mistaken. Because 
The three Min- women come up yeah. and crotch. Like, yeah. So are they feeling coerced or obliged into giving that consent? Yeah. Because he is who he is. Because in which case, ho. <laughs> but he has no control over that, though. He can't tell what's a result of him being Tavira and what's a result of him. Well, sometimes he can, but <laughs> yeah, sometimes he can. <laughs> but I don't think this would be one of them. Does he then have an obligation to maybe just not be fucking? If he can't tell whether or not the consent is genuine. Same argument for Perrin and Fagil, Matt, and everybody. Yeah, I'm saying there's a lot of sex issues in Robert Jordan. <laughs> Are you saying that potentially the pattern? could have woven Tylen into doing what she did and that she wasn't actually a bad person because it related to Matt? I don't think that's my argument at all. Because what I'm saying is the pattern is... But I just mean it could have been. If the argument is that it changes people's actions and thoughts and feelings so deeply, Mm -hmm. like it did with Elaine, Avianda, and Min, potentially you're arguing. Mm Mm-hmm. So would that not also potentially be a thing for Matt as a Taviran in that relationship? Tylen. Causing her to behave in ways that she wouldn't necessarily normally mm. behave. That's just... Yeah, no, I see. I kind of see what you're saying. Just I think if one's possible, the other's possible. Yeah. And for the record, we fucking hate Tylen. Y- yeah. This, this is who... Yeah, no, that's... I want to make that very clear. Yeah. I'm not trying to be a Tylen apologist. I'm presenting a philosophical thing, I guess. I don't know what to call it. Theory? An equivalency? Hmm. I suppose what we would have to do there is prove that the pattern had a reason that Matt had to go through that. Mm-hmm. Prove that the pattern must have been acting there. Do you know what I mean? Like, to have that motive? To be so desperate to escape Thailand that he was willing to kidnap two on. Oh. That is a motive. Shit. Oh, shit. I'm going to fall back on something I said earlier. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of issues with the way sex is written in Robert Jordan. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> 100%. Um... But I think my point's been made. Yeah. I think I would like to interpret characters' actions as their own. As genuine. Mm-hmm. Because what Tavira does is it warps chance. It It's something that could have possibly happened, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't necessarily likely. So Robert Jordan wrote RNG into his series. Convenient <laughs> RNG. Yeah. <laughs> RNG with a purpose. This is a. St- but anyways, my argument is Rand is not a whore because like Elena and Avienda made it very clear that they wanted nothing to do with him. And that's why Min was like, "No, nah, we got We all gotta talk. <laughs> we have to. We gotta sit this boy down because he is delusional." And. Uh, oh. Does anybody else have any arguments about Brand being a hoe? I'm like halfway to a thought, but I'm really high, so I've, I've mm-hmm. kind of stalled out in between gears right now. <laughs> That's fair. Do you uh, have part of it? Maybe we can help. 
Okay. It's not really an argument. Mm-hmm. It's just, I find, okay, here we go. I've got it now. I've got it now. I find it very validating when we have these conversations and they end with, no, yeah, X character or X characters were being incredibly unreasonable in this case. And this other character, Y character, didn't do anything, wasn't acting incorrectly. Yeah. Because I feel like I thought that a lot reading The Wheel of Time, mm-hmm. where I was like, no, these people are just being unfucking reasonable here. Mm-hmm. Quit demonizing this poor cinnamon roll. <laughs> sometimes it was like Ran really some... was a cinnamon roll baby. Yeah, sometimes it was pairing, but a lot of the time it was Ran. Sometimes you know, it just oh, and it it was a lot of people sometimes. But it's very validating to have these conversations where it comes down to no, this person didn't do anything wrong. This was unreasonable because it makes me feel better about my opinions. That's fair. No, I think. But there's a lot of unreasonable characters in this series. That's a legit. lot. That's fair. No, I think you articulated yeah. what I could not. And also, number of partners has no bearing on whether or not somebody is a hoe. So, like, no. irrelevant. I think. And it, by that metric, if anybody's a hoe, it's fucking trim. But we're not going to slut shame my boy Matt. No, of course not. <laughs> Just had to make sure. <laughs> like, that's why. That's why I was saying this. The amount of people you've had sex with has no bearing on whether you're not you're a hoe. That's true. I do think that Matt is a little sense. bit of a hoe. He's he's a little bit showy. That's not the same thing. He'd be a bit of a show girl, you know. It's okay. There's nothing nothing wrong with being no. a pageant queen. But he's a little bit of a hoe. <laughs> also, Just a little bit. Tiny bit. That's okay for him. Yeah, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with being a hoe. Also, I want to go back to something I said mid-conversation mm-hmm. just like 20 seconds ago. Mm-hmm. A porn bot just tried to add me on Snapchat mid-episode. <laughs> Upsetting. Yeah. A little behind-the-scenes action for our fans there. <laughs> Thanks for listening while I try to get spammed. Jesus. Yikes. Hate that. Indeed. Anyway, nothing wrong with being a little bit of a hoe. Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> a healthy hoe. No, something tested. Use protection. Yeah. Be a healthy hoe. Right. Drink. Drink your tea. Indeed. We're gonna have an episode check-in to see. Check in with something that Nospo has read in the oh, heel okay. of time recently. Oh. Nospo, a man barfed up bugs and then was gone. He was just. You wanted to talk about it. He just. Was coughing and it took me back to the garage in some horrifying <laughs> coughs. And I was just That's like, where we smoke the weed. Like, this isn't gonna turn out well. There's no reason Robert Jordan just has this man coughing like a maniac in the lobby of this the mal- man factory or something like that. Mm-hmm. The, the what factory? The manufactory. I thought you said the min factory. That's <laughs> what I heard too. The min like the- factory. Sign me up. I'm the first customer. I want one. Yeah, I was just going to say, when are they hitting shelves? When do they come in six packs? Yeah, exactly. We love men. We love men so much. Um, we stand. And then this man starts coughing again. And then he just again. throws up bugs. And then you think it's over. You're like, okay, the powder made him throw up bugs. That's horrible. Hate that. Balefire is the worst, didn't it? Yeah, and then he just 
throws up more bugs and more bugs and a lot of bugs, like a horrifying amount of bugs that very posh people were jumping on top of tables and screaming. Works. Um, I just want to apologize to any listeners that might have noticed some fucked up sounds over here on my end for the last minute or so. Yeah, I was thinking about that the whole time. Is that what you were giving me a weird look for? Yeah, so to explain that smoothie I talked about drinking, there was just an entire slice of peach in the bottom that did not get blended. <laughs> so just like there was suddenly in my esophagus an entire peach wedge and it was slimy and it was really fucked up and I had a really hard time. I almost died in an episode. Um, so I'm going to apologize, but I feel like it's important we leave this in for historic, historicity's sake, you know? Alright, Okay. Sure. Sounds choice. good. <laughs> Are you okay? Mostly. Hopefully. I'm glad it's on the positive end, at least. Yeah. But eventually that man became a pancake, and Perrin looked at him and looked around the room and read the room and was like, yeah, that's pretty horrifying. Okay, so about my wife. <laughs> he is nothing if not a man on a mission. He literally just stomped on some bugs and was like, they're just beetles. Yeah. You see them on dry timber. I was like, Perrin, that's besides the point. <laughs> you watched that man throw them up until he was flat as a pancake. It's because they were trying to run away from the bugs. He was in crisis mode. Getting shit done, yeah. getting his people safe. That's fair. Like a good boss. Maybe. <laughs> no, like, no, Perrin wasn't. He was just standing there. He just stepped on the bugs. But all the clerks were, like, up on their things and freaking yeah. out. And he's like, they're just fucking, like, he's like, the guy's dead. It's over. They're just bugs. Let's fucking go. I'm oh. on a. Yeah. I'm on a mission. He very much so in a situation where he should have acted sporadically was just like seen worse shit. (laughs) Objectively true. (laughs) Accurate. This is a man. man. But Matt saw that. Yeah. Perrin did chop off a man's hand. Perrin's also seen some fucked up shit in the wolf dream. Oh, that's true. Like wolves. They're scary. Not to him. <laughs> the person killing the wolves, maybe. Slayer. Yeah, okay. Bone to pig. Why no. did I get one just Luke and other person whose name I can't remember chapter? Esau. Why did I just get one of those randomly, like two uh, books ago? Because, oh, because the hotel room that he appeared in, mm-hmm. he was going to kill his nephew. That's Rand. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, no, I didn't figure that out. But why would... How? Because he's the assassin. He, he, he works for the Dark One. He's an assassin. Hmm. So, so somebody's trying to murder Rand. That's what it's... No. Trying to signify that's, plot yeah. that's fair. We will get more more of him later. Don't it, worry. It, it was just so out of the blue. And I was like, what? How are you here? Why are you two people? What the fuck? And then nothing. Radio I, silence. I think that was a little bit of the, the point. point. It was to further confuse you as to how who he is to answer questions later. So my official weed of time approved answer. Read and find out, bitch. <laughs> she, she was motioning me. <laughs> she was like, just give it to me. I, I know it's coming. <laughs> I hate it. Just get it over. Awful. 
It's like every time Padden Fane comes to town, I'm like, oh boy, Padden Fane, original villain. And then he's there for like 30 seconds. He does some horrifying shit. Yeah. He leaves. And you're like, baby, come back. What you been doing all this time? <laughs> like, with Padden Fane, I know he wants to kill Rand. But like, at the point where you were at in the books, I was like, what is, what is he trying to do? Besides, like, what is he doing with all his free time? Why is he not just like Smeagol following around Frodo? <laughs> I really liked the, the movement you gave to no, no. Smeagol. <laughs> She was padding along because he was padding fan. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, <laughs> You're welcome. Hall right. Golly Wiz. <laughs> Episode title. Golly <laughs> Can we please? We'll see. We'll vote on Stay- it. <laughs> Stay tuned. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Weed of Time podcast, and we hope you tune in again soon. Please let us know any of your thoughts on today's episode on Twitter or Discord at The Weed of Time, and check out our Patreon for cool bonuses like access to our behind-the-scenes content, which includes all of the research and information for our high history episodes, by the way, so if you ever want an in-depth analysis of a character. If you have a second to rate and review, no spoil what's up. She's Why are you praying? Crazy. No! Why are you praying? What's happening? I was thinking about something, and I looked, like, thoughtfully in the distance and Shit. 38-34. Was like, what? (laughs) So you're just looking thoughtfully into the distance for no reason? And then I was just like, no, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. (laughs) That's why you were bowing at the microphone, you were apologizing. Yeah. You're too high. You're cut off. Oh, no! dear God. I don't want to say the next sentence. If you have a second to rate and review our podcast, <laughs> we would greatly appreciate it. Only professionals. <laughs> Highest of quality. Highest of quality. Until next time, remember that the weed weaves as the weed wills. Bye. Bye, motherfuckers. I want to put, like, sound clips in. Like, just a huge thunderstick clap happens. Bye, motherfuckers. I am not a whore. 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 But I like to do it. I meet are quite savage Always trying to grab up on my package They say I look yummy and they want a taste But I'm a human, not a sandwich Sometimes I feel like LL Cool J I need love, not random bootay But every girl I try to get to know Ends up trying to do me I said I am not a whore I am not a whore But I like to do it
Sometimes I just want to dance Girl, I know you like my style But get your hand out my pants I am not a whore No, no, no I am not a whore I'm not your whore I am not a whore I just love the music I am not a whore But I like to do it 